Back to high key. I'm Alicia. <laughs> Switch it up this week. Yeah, I'm back another week. It's still summer. Yeah, it's still summer. <laughs> what? Last podcast we started with like it's oh, the we first weekend. <laughs> still summer, no shit. Still hot as fuck is what I meant. Mm. Hell yes. Oh my god. I. Mm, mm. It's like I've ha- I've had to up my ish- my showers like literally twofold. It's just you go outside, you get disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> I hate it. But it's fine. Because less clothes, the better. Which isn't what we're talking about right now. No. Well, let's see. I don't have any hoes to talk about today. No. Kim's been good this week. <laughs> out the press. <laughs> Where we need her. Yeah, Kim Kardashian has been out the press. But there is a black crime that has been committed. Not a black crime. I would say a fucking national fucking crisis, really. Um, multiple. There's something going on in Sudan right now, actually, that doesn't have anything to do with the United States. But it does, because... It's time for us to help the fuck out like yeah. we did with yeah. the other white shit, the Notre Dame. Yeah. And we uh, rebuilt that shit in like a week. Like literally. Literally. A billion dollars was raised in seconds. And there are people being murdered here. It's still going on. They should be on the Wi Fi. These people don't even a lot of them don't have access to internet, to anything to communicate. Mm-hmm. So they're literally trapped in this I would call it war. Yeah, I would definitely call it a war zone for sure. Um, and they need help. So, yeah, look into that. There are places you can donate. Raising awareness is the biggest thing right now because if we all basically bring light to the issue, then there's no way that people can ignore it. For sure. And we need our government to take action. Yeah, definitely. We are the biggest world superpower. And I believe that as much as we insert ourselves in what we call humanitarian efforts that are not, which is 90% of the fucking time, I think this really time nice. we could... We could spare a little a little corner of our ridiculous government budget, especially military budget, and go yeah. in there. We love it. We love doing that shit. Why not? Why not? We're paying them so much, y'all. Yeah, it's insane. It's actually insane. What? It's like nine hundred trillion something. <laughs> something ridiculous. Oh no, it's ridiculous. Our military budget. It's. <laughs> oh my god. I want to say our. Oh god. Nine hundred trillion with a T. Mm-hmm. We're, ours, our budget is like fifty percent larger than like the next largest budget. Which is, why? What does that do for anyone? What are we doing? What does our military do? Like, nothing? No, nothing. For us to be spending that much money, we shouldn't need a wall. Trump? Yeah. Like, what? But that's besides the point. That just shows that they are, I don't know, facing their efforts towards irrelevant places. We appreciate our veterans, but we do not appreciate the people in charge. I don't understand. It's just, it's insane. Anyways, but yeah, no, I was actually referring to, before I said national crisis, the little black couple and their daughters who were going shopping at a Dollar General. Um, I think the little girl, I don't know, she was like four or five, around that age, toddler, had a Barbie in her hand when she left the store. No one noticed. They drove to the babysitter's apartment complex, I guess, to drop the kids off. And cops pulled up to these to their window. And let me, I need to see what state this was in. It was like Phoenix, I want to say. Screenshot of it too. It was Phoenix. Okay, it was Phoenix. But basically, yeah, they were like telling them to get out the car, pointing guns, threatening them, saying they were going to like literally shoot them, kill them. There were guns in like the little kid's face. It was like a baby and like the four year old. It was it was like the most I was watching it this morning and I finally watched the full video of it. Mm-hmm. And I was almost to tears. I was like, this is like Yeah. This is insane. 
It was very hard to watch. It was, it was I've, I've never personally seen a video where a cop has put um, a gun to a child's face. I've oh never seen any sort of police brutality with children of that young of they an were age so yet. Young, yeah. It, so it was it was really jarring. I, I never in, in the language they were using, his tone, the audio was really upsetting. That you could hear the desperation in their voices and you could hear that I was just like, why is he not listening? Like I just didn't understand. Like it was it was really like his tone. It really got to me. And and the amount of cursing that he used, like mm-hmm. I just didn't understand where that was necessary. And this is coming from an avid an avid cursor. <laughs> I love cussing yes, more than I anyone cuss, else. Yeah. Yes, I love it. I have been asked to even tone it down, and I have not, and gotten upset. But that's the thing. I'm not law enforcement. I've, I don't run around telling people what to do or how you know they need to abide by the law. So I believe that if this is in God we trust, God damn it, <laughs> y'all need to clean this fucking language up at least in front of the fucking kids. Yeah, these fucking kids. Because I, I can't with the... Yeah, the it, was, it, it was just as very... It was a lot. And it was a lot of anger. So it, it just was too much. All, all the way around pissed me off. Yeah. So now, after that, they're suing the police department for $10 million. Um, so that's $2.5 million for each person who was involved, each family member that was involved for the incident. And Jay-Z's um, law... They're like actually representing mm-hmm. his like law. Nation. So that's really good. I'm glad like something is gonna happen because of this. Because that was the most extreme thing. And if that would have just been brushed under the rug or ignored, that would have been like no. It's already slapping us in the face. Mm-hmm. What the fuck goes on in this country? But that would have been like okay, y'all. Yeah. This is getting to a point of like it's it's becoming more and more dangerous. It and is, but like man, it happens every summer. That's the thing. Like it's it's literally <sighs> what we fucking not even week four yet, and it's just like the outpouring of police brutality videos that I have seen already is disturbing. Yeah. I cannot say their name because at this point, I do not. I don't. I don't know all the names. Oh, no, exactly. It's From this like, summer alone. It's gotten to the point where you can't keep up and then you start feeling mm-hmm. guilty because it's like, mm-hmm. it, of course, everybody deserves the same amount of justice, but when it happens so often, it's so hard to just have each individual case have its light that it deserves. And yes. it just, it's, it's to the point where we shouldn't have to... Mm-hmm do all this but and it's like we have to wait until someone's either like actually killed or like it's insane it's absolutely until the right insane. person gets a hold of it they can yeah shine really the light that it needs but oh it, it's just it's sickening it's really really sickening um but i'm really proud of jay-z he's really him and the rock nation um i don't know at this point they should really be a law firm law team i guess are they're they're fucking killing it right now they're taking all the right cases so mm-hmm. um I'm really impressed. Really, really impressed. Um, I would challenge a few other billionaires to do some of the same humanitarian work. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, just a little. Like, I'm sure you could spare a few lawyers on the payroll regardless. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't have that much shit on their desk at this moment. Like, get your money's worth. Yeah. Their salary. Like, on God. Mm-hmm. I would say... 2019, with what you know is going on in politics, with who we have as a president, I feel like it's only right that everybody kind of takes a piece of what they can do. Like, Jay-Z is on the right direction. There's so many more people who have the amount of money, even the amount of exposure. Because sometimes it just takes, like, someone bringing, someone in that light bringing the attention to the public eye for shit to get moving. So it's like, just do what you can. I feel like for sure, we all, they all can do that. Because yeah, if there were like four more Daisies, shit would be going. Shit. Too, you know, like honestly, people, that would we'd be good, mm-hmm. low key, 
low-key we'd be good at least have a better chance Mm -hmm. I mean yeah just you know something to think about but have you changed your your Abby is your Abby blue Alicia (laughs) my Abby's not blue my Abby's not blue either (laughs) I thought about it for maybe a second but it's kind of like uh, I'm not I, I mean, cool for the people who are doing it. Great, that it is a way to bring awareness. I just don't. I'm not gonna do it. I don't know. I don't have any. Right. <laughs> part of me. Part of me keeps like scrolling through the stories to see like how many are blue. Like, okay, if I'm like, if everyone else is blue, I would think about. It, but even then, I'm kind of like, I knew about this before the blue thing. Yeah. You know, I've been spreading awareness and I'm, on my little my little platforms. You yeah. know, so I feel like. Yeah, I feel it's like not necessary. There's other ways of spreading awareness. You don't need to change your Abby blue. Yeah, I feel like actually posting what's happening is a little bit more beneficial mm-hmm. because it's like okay, people can see the blue thing. Like, no, oh, they just say oh, blue for sedans. A lot of people don't really know what's going on. So I would yeah. say, spread the message. It has just as much impact. Like posting your Abby blue. I don't know. It does a lot, but you know, a lot of people also are not looking into it. So after day one, it. you're like, oh, oh, it's for sedan. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And there's like a lot of shit going on. Yeah, really. Whew. The numbers. Let's do some of the numbers. That always gets people's attention. But oh, something that caught my attention, and I I delve deep because I had time. <laughs> I had all the time. This bitch. Okay, there's an organization called Serving His Children, and it's been disbanded. So like, yay! But justice has not quite been served. So that's why I'm bringing it up. Uh, is founded by Renee Bach, who is. A dumbass, a genuine, true and true white savior, motherfucking dumbass. Like, oh my god. So the first article I found on this was written by a fellow self, self-proclaimed, similar like missionary white savior. She was on that like she was drinking the Kool Aid, you know. And then she she woke the fuck up and realized she was like, oh no no no, people are dying. So like, let's talk about. It. So, um, basically. Renee Bach is this young girl, and so she grew up in, like, New England with a family who owned this, like, I can't remember the name of the farm, but it was a farm, like, Her Blessings Farm. Kind of sounded a little plantation-y. Where I'm from, mm-hmm. all the houses that have names like that were once plantations. plantations. So that's just why, why I'm drawing that conclusion. But, um, anyways, not the point. Um, so she was, like, 18, young, hadn't gone to college, had zero experience. No life experience, nothing. She just went to high school. And she decided that she wanted to go to Uganda. And so she went. She started this organization. I'm just going to give you all the quick notes because this bitch is really on one. God damn it, she was on one. And um, so she goes and her parents give her money to start this organization. And it's kind of like a medical clinic, which is what she calls it and what she kind of sells it as. And what she was doing was taking children out of like actual medical centers and hospitals and bring them to like her organization to do like her missionary work and things like that. Excuse me. <laughs> and so <laughs> this bitch, it was just, so the whole culture of this, the whole culture, the perspective that this lady that is giving me that like really first like kind of threw me was like the gall. Like where, where do you come from? Like where do you get this? And like, I, 
she basically was like she watches in awe as like young women who moved halfway across the world at the age of 18 with no experience no college education they were starting organizations and adopting children that's a thing that people do like when they talk about like those that missionary work like these little organizations like i would have them come to my church and you you know your offerings for the day like a percentage would just go to them and they give you a little information they worry you little you have no idea what it really really is like join our mission no honestly let's be real no black person we don't do that shit i'm not going anywhere to go help I'm like not like that you know like yeah. not to preach the word or like i'm not a dentist i'm not a doctor like i i can't help actually help. not actually help oh. maybe maybe like go dig something maybe you know one day but you know really realistically you just came in here like i'm not just about to go on a missionary trip like yeah. that like let me just give you some money and get you to shut up kind of really just to make yourself feel better and so this bitch she did perform blood transfusions and even more higher level medical practices she took children and openly spoke about how much she enjoyed hands-on medical care there is an unknown number of children who died at this center because there is little to no documentation. One article said 10, and then another um, actually written from someone who lived in Uganda said it's closer to the hundreds. Yes. And so basically the whole board of directors of this entire organization were just friends and family. Yes, just her fucking family. So anybody who was an actual nurse or professional and had anything to say or like went to the board of directors, which is what like the only thing you could do, they'd be like, oh, like, no. We don't see anything wrong with what she's doing. Like, you just don't believe yeah. in her vision and God's work and, like, made it, like, a religious thing. So, it was shut down in 2015, but none of the, there's been no justice for the families of the deceased. Um, but then, I read another article. And, um, so basically, she committed, like, all these human rights violations. Uh, so, children's rights to access of adequate treatment, their right to life, the right to be free of discrimination and bias, and then inhumane, degrading treatment. And there's this lady named Miss Kakai Rose. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. She lost her son, um, Elijah Benjamin. And uh, she's seeking justice. He was two years old. And he, he would have been three. And she she's she's gotten very little information about what's happened to him. And she just wants justice. And a lot of the other families do as well. So it was just oh God, so interesting. Like... That someone could go in there in the photo. That's the thing. This photo, I don't know. This photo is probably going to be the album cover. Um, so if you go onto our Instagram, you can see it. But it is the most white savior bullshit I've ever seen. Like she was pretty much depicting herself as an angel in a nursery room. Like look at that. I just want to see your reaction. Stop. I'm dead ass. This is the woman who killed these innocent children. And. And she blogged about all this. So there's like tons of accounts of these things that she's done. And so June 12, 2011, she was right. Right, She was like, oxygen was finished and I've been driving and bagging Raheem at the same time. This woman is driving a truck and has an oxygen bag on an infant. She has no medical profession. Like there's no, that's the thing. It's Why like, are you doing you're saying things? all this stuff, but she began the story with, she never went to school. She has no education slash experience. Never been to Uganda. So my thing is like, why do white people have the fucking audacity to think that they can go to these other places? Because the thing is, why? Okay, if you're doing all that stuff there, why wouldn't you be doing it here? Because you know it would not be allowed. So why are you going to these other places? And that's that's the thing. Like I don't know if she went there with intents to kill these children. It's kind of like your family's backing you up, hundreds. 
of kids have died. That That's sounds just, like at what point would you serial killer? Stop. Yeah, I know you're crazy. Like she needs to be locked up. Is she in jail? No, she's not in jail. She's not in jail. Her organization is just, that's it. Like, it's just, she no longer has an organization. Like, that's really the biggest person. Yeah, she killed children. But it's, it's just, it's, I, where do you get that? Like, that's, that's the thing that separates, like, where do you get that, that I can do that? Like, okay, like, who's to tell me I can't operate on small black children? Just, yeah, that just shows that they, they still see us. I mean, they don't see us as humans they see us as something different because it's like you you had a blog the photo i saw and it, oh that was disgusting it's sick it's really like that was disgusting oh yeah. my god that's maybe the worst thing i've heard this year mm-hmm. that's awful. and the fact that like then this the, the article it's on the medium if you want to check it out um and then the other one was on sorry i think it's called spyuganda.com it was local <laughs> but um yeah i just it, it's a trend and that's the yeah. way that the, the way that's she's describing scary. it it's like for her to have a blog means she has followers mm-hmm. and so that means that people do stuff like this by the numbers by and the masses it grew exponentially it was to the oh point where I think their their first year cost them $25,000 to run it and then it became to the point where every month was seventeen grand. that's insane that's an insane amount of growth. Like you, you're pulling in fuck tons of cash, and you're killing people, and like you have no paper trail, you have no accountability. What? You have to watch where your money goes. I think that's the most important thing. Is like because thinking back, it's like I really don't know. I just remember looking at like being at church, looking on the stage, and like those random days like white people would just be there and like yeah. they'd have like this whole like cool little mission trip that they're talking about and it's like what the fuck are you funding? Yeah. You no. have to like really look into these organizations because like saving his children sounds amazing. But what are what are you who are you? Who are you? It's very it's so 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 important. Yeah, my thing is like yeah, we have to really look at the leaders of these things, even the people asking for money on like the internet, mm-hmm. and just look further into like who they are mm-hmm. at the most, because sometimes that exposes exposes itself as it is. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Coney twenty twelve? Oh my god, I remember the Coney thing. I I actually like I wasn't one of the people who like reposted it because I was like this seems like it just seemed crazy to me. <laughs> I was all in. <laughs> yeah, it just it seemed <laughs> crazy to me. I was like okay. Yeah, I watched it, it play out, and I was like, I I was shocked. Don't get me wrong, but I was like, I'm not super surprised. But that that's the thing in my head. I I was more so of like a person that thought like, okay, this is coming up because they're trying to hide something else. I always thought that's how like our government worked and like how True. things worked online. Like when some bullshit just comes out like this out of nowhere, like this is big. That means like what the fuck is actually going on behind the picture? Because they're just trying to like scrape underground. But True. I couldn't figure out what, but yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Wild shit. Right? God. But yeah. That, uh, that occupied most of my week. <laughs> Me being angry. <laughs> Scribbling no. furiously. I would say this week I decided to be way more social than usual. Mm, look and at you. 
Well, she's tired. <laughs> I do that. And, and it always, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I always hang out with people. I don't want I don't know. It's always, like, very honest people that I tend to just, like, open up to naturally, which is cool. But it's always, like, I always get hit with some bullshit the first day. So, like, I'm just talking to a coworker. He's from Ohio. I'm asking him, like, oh, like, how basically why did you move to Texas? He's just, like, a white guy, um, mid-20s. And he's just like, oh, yeah, he moved because of his girlfriend. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so he's like, yeah, we've been dating since I was 15. Ooh. Right? Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you had that concern. <laughs> um, so I'm like, okay. And he's, the reason why we were talking is because he's been homeschooled since second grade. Oh, up in, and he went God. to college, though, right? And so I'm just asking him about it because my brothers are homeschooled. They've been homeschooled for a year. I'm convincing my mom to bring them back into school. But, um, yeah, he's, like, homeschooled since second grade. He grew up in, like, a really country town in Ohio. And he's just, like, talking about it. And he's, like, yeah, the only thing is just, like, you know, of course, meeting people. He met most of his friends online. I'm, like, okay. He met his girlfriend online. I'm, like, okay, that's cool, you know. Mm, all right, 15. And then at 15, yeah. That's so that, that was, like, my first kind of alarm. I just let it slide. And then I'm just kind of, like, have talking to him. I'm on my phone, like, doing my own thing. We're just kind of having, like, conversation. And then he was like, yeah, I had to pretend to be 19 for five years. And so I... What? And what? The, what? This is y'all's first conversation with you? This is our first, like, real conversation. Yeah. This is the man. Yeah, this is, this is our first, like, real. Yeah. So I go, what? And he giggles. And I'm just like... <laughs> and so now I have my phone down. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? And he was like... Her parents thought I was, like, 19. I met him, and every time I met him, I said I was 19. And so I'm just like, okay. He's like, yeah, my girlfriend was 21. She was just turning 21 when we met. And so I was like, she was just turning 21 when y'all met, and you were 15? He's like, yeah. Wait. Yes. He was 15-year-old. 15. Wait. Oh, my God. Okay, because you were talking about a man and a woman, I automatically flipped that shit in my head. Exactly. Like, I immediately just, like, exactly. disregarded what you said and imagined him as the aggressor. Like, whoa. Wait. Okay. So, he's 15. Posing. He found a 20. When they... She knew he was 15. She... He... Every time he went to the visit The pedophilia of it all. That's why I was concerned because I'm like, you moved down here for her. You're still with her? Maybe she has like some. He help him. No, I I don't know. Okay, you don't have to take that off. Let me relax. <laughs> no, but I love to say but, no, I left work. I swear, and I was like, should I call someone? And I was just driving. There, was like, there's probably a hotline. That's all I, I got. Him on the phone, and he like he made like the kissy sound, and I don't know. So how old is he now? So wait, when know. they met, she was fifteen. When he when she, he he was fifteen, and she was twenty one. So they're six he, years apart, and he's like maybe twenty four now. They've been together for nine years. I didn't do the math. She's like 31. She's like 30, 31 now. I'm trying. Yeah. Like, you've been with him since he was 15 years old, though. You're 31 year old. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's not okay, bro. Isn't that crazy? That's too That was just, like, casual conversation. That was, like, maybe a five-minute thing. That We talked about something else. It was just, like... But in my head, I was like, what the fuck? You know? Ugh. Yeah, that was... I don't know about that. Right, I was... Uh, oh, oh, oh. 
he needs help. He's in a hostage situation. I was he does thinking not so. Know. I was like, you moved all the way from your little hometown after being homeschooled to be with this woman who found you online at the age of 15. I'm just like, I was 21 last year, Lana. Like, I, I would not be looking at 15-year-old boys. That's ew. disgusting. Ew. Yes. yes. Ew. Can you imagine? Thank you. Can you? Oh, my God. That's what if you were like, like, oh, my God, God like, children get, like, ooh, he's, uh, what? No. 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 I, no. I don't even think at 21 I would do 18. I would, no. Oh, no. Right? I can't, being in the same room as an 18-year-old right now is kind of like, Ugh. why, like, are we related? Yeah, have to be so, related. Yeah. <laughs> child. Like, I, I'm going to talk to you like a child. Yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was the beginning of my week. That was just a small snippet of it. Oh, yes. Oh, God. I've been mindfucked ever since we just told me most of this shit. I, I didn't know about this nigga. But, whew. Characters. Yeah, that was just like, yeah, that wasn't even like the biggest part. I, I, just, I, <laughs> I also, I don't know how to put this lightly. <laughs> I just have coworkers that my job just has, I don't know, where you can take certain leaves for different reasons, basically. Mm-hmm. And I just have, I don't know, there's a lot of coworkers. I would just say in general, since I've been working, that get in relationships and that's fine like you can date your co-workers I feel like as long as you can keep your shit to yourself and like not messy that's fine like do whatever that's where most people meet people mm-hmm. but it comes to the point where when you're taking off work because you had so many relationships in the office where you're uncomfortable to come back and so it's an issue like <laughs> yeah like it's gone too far You've Especially when you're targeting black men. <laughs> and the black men in the office have come together. And now you're just like, okay, now I need to take a leave. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm just, like, shocked. I found this out. Like, there's so much going on in my job right now. <laughs> there's so many people out. There's so many people who've gotten fired. And I, I guess I didn't realize. I don't really get into work drama, personally. Never. But I found out that there's some people who, like, live for that shit. Like the, like, the person I went to lunch with, they knew everything, and I was astonished. I was, like, I was also very appreciative. I was, like, thanks. This is, like, one conversation, and I moved right back in. Like, I was, right. like, how do you know all this shit? I'm, like, wow. I was in the wrong spot, but <laughs> I start going to lunch more often because you really do find out some shit about your coworkers. I'm going to loosen the fuck up is what Hell <laughs> yeah. just taught me. I ain't gonna do whatever the fuck I want at work. Well, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want outside of work. <laughs> there we go. Really? <laughs> yeah, no. Coworkers, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't. I don't know. I just, I don't know how I could ever, I don't want to say I'll never intermingle, but it's just. With, with seriousness, it's going to be hard. Yeah. It's hard for me to even, like, let y'all see my Snapchat story. Like, that's the thing I'm like, dude, yeah. like, if it just gets messy, I have to see you every day. Like, that's that's too much. Oh, yeah. No. It's, like, too close of quarters. You know, yeah. like, I can understand if I have my own thing going on. I was like, I don't know. But this is, like, an office. Like, the same building. I like that work, but y'all don't know me. <laughs> like, that's, like, that's a good feeling for some reason <laughs> to me. 
Because they come at you a certain way because they think, like, yeah. Not, yes. That's how I feel. I'm like, I think y'all really be acting up and showing out. Mm-hmm. But, mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> but, yeah. But, let's, so, this week, we're talking about something that we found on the internet in the deep depths of bullshit. And I guess this goes along with your coworkers' kind of problem. We're going to talk about how niggas get trapped. <laughs> Cause y'all, um, y'all get trapped. I guess kind of easily. Have you ever trapped a nigga? Uh, no. <laughs> have I ever trapped? No, I have never trapped a nigga. I don't think I've ever even had a nigga accusing me of trying to trap him. If anything, I would feel like I have niggas that have tried to trap me. Oh, like sure. you know, mm-hmm. I no, I can't relate to these stories. No, that's from a thing. female perspective. I cannot at all. relate. That's why I'm like, did a man write this? I hope. I hope. I really hope a man wrote this shit. But I have a feeling. I know some that. of the things I've heard at like beauty salons. It's and a church. That's the thing. It's like I know. I know girls who mm-hmm. you know like okay, totally would do shit. Okay, I don't know. Uh, I, Ooh, I'm gonna start with number one. Worst thing I've done, number one. Oh god, y'all, we're gonna we're gonna have this linked. It is sick. That, I, yeah, the <laughs> caption was like the game was like what's 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 the worst thing you've ever done? But yes. it was like in French, I think, or like a different. Language. Yeah, but really, it's like the game is the game, and this is all about like really, literally, what's the worst thing? Yes. So and it became really so real, like really <laughs> real, y'all. Like in the it's. It went <sighs> into like a certain direction, and mm-hmm. it yeah. really—it's—you'll it's, see. All right, the first one, number one. Yeah, I read out loud in a minute. I'm <laughs> feeling nervous. <laughs> I think I'm drinking too much. Right, I'm like, I'm off tequila. Like this is weird. <laughs> mm. All right, worst thing I've done, part one. I had dated this guy for some years, and deep within me, wanted to marry him. He loved me too but he wasn't sure whether or not to settle down. We were both ready to settle and spend the rest of our lives together. However, he was being unreasonable. Then my intuition drew me. <laughs> That's like <laughs> being unreasonable. What are we like, no. <laughs> yes, dead ass. <laughs> no examples, just being unreasonable. Oh, okay. Then my intuition drew my attention to certain sudden changes. He was chatting, seeing another girl, a very pretty lady. My chances with him were becoming slim. So, no, 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 no. And this is how far things go immediately. Like, we are off the deep end already. So I drugged his drink one night at his home with ketamine. It's not funny, but Mm-mm. oh my god. Do not drug people with ketamine. Literally, don't drug them. Yeah, definitely don't do with ketamine, though. <laughs> what is that? Like, I think if I were, if, if what's coming to mind is what it, it is, I think ketamine is. Basically, it's like a flammable drug. Like, you could, yeah. Oh my god. Okay. What is ketamine? Here's some information. Oh, oh my god. Oh no, it's even worse than that. I don't know if we should be. Oh yeah, no. Okay, so it will start and maintain an amnesia. (laughs) Oh my. Wow. Okay. This is, this is, well, she's. Oh no, I, oh y'all, I'm so sorry. And if, it, this is kind of worse. Anesthesia. <laughs> so like he's gonna put a nigga out. I'm sorry, y'all. Not amnesia. He ain't gonna forget. He's just gonna be out. He might remember. <laughs> Ketamine. I thought he was gonna lose his memory or something. <laughs> <laughs> Go past that. Oh, I got the, the consonants mixed up. Okay, that's not even the end of the fucking nope, story. Nope, here we go. Nope. <laughs> I had as much unprotected rides 
parentheses, sex with him as much as I could, and then cleaned up. <laughs> the moment he woke up, she I left his him. place. I got pregnant, and knowing him, sorry, he went ahead to do the right thing, to ask for my hand in marriage. Because he didn't want to raise a child outside of marriage, we've done eight years already as husband and wife. I love the way he treats me as a wife. I love the way he loves his kids. I love the way he loves me. He calls me so many times in the day to check on me. He helps me cook and clean and train the kids. He allows me so much time to rest. What I might have been, what I, what I did might have been wrong, but it did give me the result I needed, and it brought brought out the best in him too. I love my husband, and I will do anything to make him realize that. Okay. What bitch? First of all, that is like that's so many crimes wrapped up into one. It's like, I almost want to catch this bitch. Like, honestly, it's like, who the fuck? And it's like, she's leaving out, I think, a major detail. I think not only did she induce anesthesia on him, but I think she probably also, you know, as many rides as she could. Like, if this, this, yeah, even under, you know, she, well, yeah. All of a sudden, your dick is just gonna. She raped him and then she just probably took out his, you don't know how, yeah, she she probably probably just kept drugging him. She probably put him on Viagra or some shit. Honestly, and then yeah, because if you gave him as many rides as I don't know, it's like how how could you have if he was on this drug that makes him pass out? I don't know. I don't know how it works, how biparts work, but it does sound like she's missing out a little minor detail. Yeah, I think you're missing a little blue pill, hunty. I read that and I was so disgusted. I was like, oh my god. I've heard about teas. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about teas? Give me your man. It's some sort of like little tea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I heard about that kind of shit. That's crazy. Though. Yeah, I'm like, that's like auntie like shit, you know. <laughs> Things like all that kind of shit. Like, uh. Oh my god. I'd be glad I don't have any aunties in like their 30s. Because I, I feel like yeah. 30s are very treacherous place. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm excited about my 30s, but I'm also like, mm-hmm. you gotta have a good 20s. Yeah, to have a good 30s. Yeah, because sometimes, yeah, like, stories of teens. Like, ooh. Such a departed. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god, let's read another one. Oh my god, I think three and four were one of my favorites, as well as six. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll read number six. Well, is it... Are you going by the numbers on the... No, I'm going on the numbers on the... Action. Yeah. The one with the lock is six. Okay, so I'll read that. I got pregnant for a married man when I was dating. (laughs) he wouldn't want to have a baby with me so he gave me money to afford it i used the money to buy food ingredients prepare the meal with my pregnant urine i don't think i've read this no this is the one that yep this is my favorite one oh my god the day he was visiting me and helped him eat the whole food that very evening, he sent me a text message when he got home asking about the pregnancy and how he wished I had aborted it. I told him I hadn't. Dave, he bought a two-bedroom house for me. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, maybe, whatever. Dave, he bought a two-bedroom house for me, provided money every week for my upkeep, hired a personal driver for my rounds, checked on me every day till date. He has his own kids with his wife, but it's like my baby is his major concern now. My mom... So this must be like a British bitch. Once told me how she used the pregnant urine. What? Wait. Use the pregnant urine. I gotta do it all the way down. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it like continued? It's at the very no, it's right there. No, it's right there. Just like an extra. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. 
procedure to make my dad commit to my birth and upkeep. I just had to revisit and remake history. Ew. Wait. So she pissed in his food and ate it with him. Y'all, okay. Like, it's like, why does that sound? Some people do like this. I would say this is like a voodoo-ish type ritual shit like this, like all the time. Like, mm. this isn't, this doesn't surprise me. But what the fuck you ate it to? That's the best pee. Y'all be so quick to have these bitches, like, cook for you. Do not. Y'all. Y'all want these before. If you don't know her character, do not. Honestly. <laughs> Especially oh if you've done God. her wrong. If you've ever cheated on a bitch, do not. And I repeat, don't ever, <laughs> ever let me hear you. I never put y'all on nothing. Don't eat that bitch's shit because you will eat her shit. There's a story in here about some bitch putting her shit in shit. So y'all need to stop. <laughs> stop do, doing bitches yes. dirty because they will do you literally dirtier. They are. Do not. Why am I sick? Yeah, that nigga, that's why you sick. Why you got herpes on your lip? Yes, because you were eating shit. You were eating literal shit. Don't eat at these bitches' homes. The story was so wild and so intense, and it really made me, like, realize, like, you niggas laughing and thinking cheating and doing bitches wrong is a joke, but it's like, some of these bitches are crazy in this sense. Y'all think some girls aren't crazy. There are some. And some of the dudes have to shit like this casually. And it's like, mm, I think we all just need to take time and realize who we get in bed with. Because it's like, fuck no. Oh my god. I have another one. This one's, this one's good. This, this one is something else I've heard. And I think it's very real. This one's number three. <laughs> this, oh my god. Okay. I'm, gonna get, I'm just going to get to the recipe for some of you bitches. Because I think this one, I believe in this one a little bit. I chewed four orange seeds, broke one fresh egg, and took the yolk out and put it in my mouth. Added a tablespoon full of schnapps and forcefully spoke my heart's desire out, then swallowed the whole thing. That night before sleeping, I gave my husband an intensive blowjob, making him pre-cum in my mouth, and then swallowed that. I gotta find myself. Swallowed that whole thing. That night before sleeping, I gave my husband an... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Saw that too. Sorry. We had a good... Uh, we had good sex that evening. Ugh, gross. This is so oh, right. The way it's written. <laughs> yeah, like, how are you? Right? <laughs> Prior to that, he used a very he used to have a very cheerful mood every time he returned from work. I saw a sudden change in him that following evening. He wasn't himself. He wouldn't play with our kids. He wouldn't eat his dinner. Nothing. But then we got to bed. I realized he wanted to have sex with me. I practically heard him breathe a sigh of relief when his okay his dick got up. I don't even want to like bitch the way she words these things. It makes me feel wrong. <laughs> Decorected, right? Just, yeah, it's decorated, but it's like ew. Like why like that? He wouldn't talk to me about his problems, but I overheard him talk on talk on the phone one dawn to his girlfriend about not being able to have an erection anymore. Apparently, he tried sleeping with other girls to be sure uh, he wasn't imagining things, but with me, he could have it in its full strength. I know that he is disturbed. I feel his shame anytime he wants to have sex with me. I feel his guilt and confusion, but I don't care. I did what I had to do, and it worked. He cannot have an erection anywhere else except in my presence. Now nobody forces him to rush home to be with me. Um, he becomes he became my best friend. Sometimes it may be all wrong and selfish getting what I want, but it's also all right, especially if it puts the other party in check. I am so happy. I just think that if you have to go to those measures to be with someone, it's like, do you not think you can't just get someone else that maybe just likes you? Like, I don't know. That is 
crazy. And it's like, she did. She broke it down to a recipe. Cheap, too. Yeah. I mean, unless you don't have schnapps on hand. Even then. These bitches are doing cheating those voodoo spells. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Y'all need to watch the fuck out. I just... Really, though. <laughs> really. People will turn to all sorts of things. Like, it's wild. That's really, like, why you'll... You, you up in the middle of the night doing this shit, like, you crushing oh, up seeds and you got yolks and shit with stuff in your mouth. And oh. You giving grainy-ass blowjobs. Like, that's the thing, like, you got seeds in your mouth? You sucking a nigga's dick? That can't be safe for anybody involved. Oh, oh my uh. God, probably all kinds of little cuts on Oh, yeah, reckless. Poor thing. Reckless. Oh. All right. <laughs> um, other odd things. I don't know. I've been feeling superstitious, but why have you been feeling superstitious? I don't know. I haven't been feeling well. Besides the fact that I keep seeing the number eight twenty six, and that is like my birthday. So I don't know. I told my mom about it before, and she was like, "Oh, it just means like um, your guardian angel is nearby." Nearby. So I'm like, "Okay," but I've been seeing it like constantly, like not even just the time. I'll see it on like the time, like just reading and look at the look up at the basketball game. And it'll be like the time remaining, or like it'll just be like the score, just like random things. And I'm like, okay, so hopefully it's a good sign. Um, but also, I was sweeping my sweeping around, and I swept my foot, and back at home. <laughs> no, literally, it's it's crazy because back at home when I was sweeping my foot, it was like an automatic thing that you just you spit on the broom because it's like bad like if you sweep your foot. And, like, I thought that was normal for so long, but I stopped doing that because it's, like, I, I stopped doing that when I got to college because it's, like, how gross. This isn't is my, my family broom, you know? But it's, like, my parents really do that, like, if you swept your foot. So I'll be really careful back at home just, like, really not to, like, sweep my foot. I never did it, but, like, I did it the other day, and I almost, like, automatically like, spat on the broom. Oh, my God. Like, I have training. That's so it's funny. It's so weird. I'm, like, oh, my God. Wow. How do you explain that to someone? So She's were like, your parents like super, 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 super superstitious? <laughs> <laughs> no, they were. Like, I would say they had like weird things like not wearing one shoe on, one shoe off in the house. Like, that'll kill your mother. Literally. <laughs> that's, that's very extreme. That's the most extreme superstition ending I've ever heard. <laughs> Wait, did you ever dare? Wait, I don't even want to ask that question. <laughs> After an halo incident. <laughs> what? No. Wait. I've never heard anything like that. <coughs> Bodily injury. Like, I thought breaking mother's back was, like, extreme. <laughs> it was, like, yeah, it was, like, weird like that. Of course, like, you're not supposed to open an umbrella in the house. Oh, my parents. I remember. That's the thing. I used to not get in trouble for a lot of things except for superstitious stuff. That's why I reject yeah. them now so fully because it's, like... I would open an umbrella just to like, okay, I kind of wanted to jump down the stairs with it, but another part of me just wanted to have an umbrella open in the like fucking house without being like screamed at. Mm-hmm. It was just a, my parents just took superstitious punishment to a different level. Yeah. And that's why I was like, <laughs> this shit sucks. Cause I get in trouble like way faster. They clock that shit immediately. Mm-hmm. So that's, ugh, like, so you, one shoot. Yeah, the one shoe thing. 
And I remember once as a kid, I was like running, like I was playing and I like ran between my dad's legs. And he's like, stop, that means I'm going to have like another kid. Like he got really onto me about it. He's like, I don't want any more kids. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like I'm just, <laughs> we're just like running around the house. And he did have another kid. So maybe like, did I give it to him? I don't know. That's <laughs> your dad's pregnant. same way like the only thing i got in trouble about was like superstitious like shit and i thought that was like okay just like normal yeah. purse on the ground i feel like that's like oh that's the God. only one that i abide by and yeah, I, sometimes same. i don't like some like random okay what is it like you're gonna be broke forever yeah like, it's like you're, yeah you lose money money's just flying money. out of your fucking purse yeah. and that shit the visual of it i'm just like ah, okay my mom told me not to like throw my hair outside because if a bird makes a mess with it, I'll go crazy. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't know about that one. Okay, mm-hmm. I've heard that multiple times. Like I always like pull like my nuts out of whatever. She's like, no, don't put that outside. And she like tells me that often. I'm like, okay. She's like, bird makes a mess with you, you'll go crazy. My cousins say the same thing. I'm oh. like, it's just yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I feel like your hair can get outside so easily. Right? Like what the hell? They only make bird. Their nests. Our hair. hair is perfect for nests. <laughs> like it's primo. <laughs> fucking what? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. No, recently speaking of birds. So I've told my coworkers this, and every time I've told someone this, they have literally put distance between us, and that's why I have been afraid. I was afraid to look it up. <laughs> Um, but basically, for the past, uh, I want to say a couple weeks, there has been a bird, not a crow, thank God, no, it's not a fucking crow, it's a little brown bird, but it's not that little. And it comes up to my window, and it just, like, at first it was running into it, and then now it kind of, like, it has more intention, like, it doesn't want to kill itself, it kind of just wants to beat its chest and wings up against it, so it, like, it, like, make noise, like, it was just, like, like, just really fucking bother me, and at one point, even, like, it got caught to the like the little screen on my window and like it just kind of looked at me. We kind of just like looked at each other. He was just like legit, just like hovering there. It was fucking oh weird. I was not about it. Um, but yeah, so a lot of people told me that was a very bad omen. The internet says that it's like it could either be like my guardian since he's not dead. I guess he's technically following me. Maybe I should leave my house and see what happens. But I don't do that, so I don't want to, and I don't want him to follow me. <laughs> so no that better not happen <laughs> um and then oh god if I see that bird outside I'll be so like back the fuck up <laughs> and then like apparently since he's not like dead it's not like a new beginning so I'm just like do I wait am I waiting for you to die <laughs> are, are you gonna come in if you come in apparently that means I'm gonna die like if he like breaks through my window oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah so there's a lot of developments I'll let you know if he comes through um dear god I hope not but I am moving soon, so I'm hoping, like, I just have bad juju. Like, I hate the energy there, so I'm kind of, like, I'm moving on to something new, but... Yeah, I think of it as, like, maybe a positive thing, for sure. Like, birds aren't necessarily... I don't know. Birds. Like... Vermin. Air vermin. <laughs> when my grandpa passed away, we started seeing, like, a little red bird around the house. And it was, like, a really specific-ass red bird. It would just be, like, really close, and it would just, like, chill around. And, like, even at work, I was in the parking lot at, like, lunch one day. And I saw, like, a little red bird, and I was like, how weird. Like, it was just, like, flying away. It wasn't even, like, close to my car or anything, but I just, like, spotted it. And I don't, I don't like birds either, so I'm just, like, you normally just... But that's what they say, that They say cardinals are, like, good luck. Mm-hmm. Like, red, yeah, red birds. Oh, okay. And, like, I'm the luckiest person I know. And apparently, because I, I was telling her about this today, and she was like, yeah, like, 
I don't know what, maybe when, not when she was born or something. I think when she was a kid, she's had cardinals around her constantly. Constantly. She is the luckiest person I know. She's literally, she's won mink coats. She's won ridiculous things. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. She's just a ridiculously lucky person. But, so, yeah, if it's a cardinal, that's probably, like, really good luck. And so it's probably. That's good thinking. Yeah. Yeah, Really good. I just feel like, yeah, we're about to move. You probably just have, like, a lot of things going on. Maybe it's just trying to, I don't know, maybe get you out of the box. I feel like if it's tapping on your window. Right? And it's trying to get your attention or something. Like, you know, it hasn't, like, killed itself yet. It's gotten to the point where it's just kind of chilling there. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's just trying to tell you to, like, get out the box. Maybe pull out some time. 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 Pull even in dreams, they mean, like, certain things. Not usually negative things. I feel like unless it's not a black crow, so maybe. I have dreams where my teeth fall out. That's not a bad thing either. What does that mean? That's I don't just know. like. No, that definitely means something. It, right? It does. I feel like teeth always mean something. Because I have a dream where all my teeth are loose, but they never fall out. Ooh, I. Uh, and sometimes I have dreams where I'm just missing teeth, and I'm just like, fuck. No, missing teeth are. And it's like it's specific. It's like it goes to like are, where they cracked, did they fall out, did they hit the floor, were they in your hands? It's like I always call my mom and analyze my dreams because she's into that kind of weird shit. But I just look it up. Ugh. I think oh yes, especially the ones that bother me the most are when it's like I it's like a t- I get tense and I feel like I crack my teeth. Mm-hmm. It's not like I like they fall out. It's more like a I just. <laughs> Clinch them literally together until they turn into powder. And so, yeah, literally, I put in teeth falling out dream, and it's just fear. It's the first thing that comes in Google, just fear. <laughs> just like you're afraid. Yeah, well, sounds about right. <laughs> that could also be a symbolization of rebirth or regretting something you said. It could be a lot of things. Oh, Jesus. It's probably, oh, regretting something you said. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I just remember my mouth all the time. <laughs> All the time. I'd be so guilty. I'd just be sitting there thinking about it. Like, mm, bitch, we're not talking about something so dumb. That's probably it. On nights yeah. I don't smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's probably it for sure. <laughs> I've been having a reoccurring dream. Oh, God. And it's not every night, but it's the night I remember my dreams. It's the same thing. And it's like, no. It's like we're traveling somewhere. And it's usually my friends. Sometimes it's not my friends. Sometimes, like, the people in the dream mix up, but I'm never here. I'm always, like... I don't know where, but I've been watching like a lot of action stuff before bed. <laughs> so I'm always in some type of getaway. I'm always like <laughs> in a high speed chase on the fucking highway. And it's been, I don't know, it's been a while now. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Dang. But I've been watching like mostly action stuff before bed. So like Criminal Minds. And then I've been watching like, I don't know, like the superhero shit on Netflix. So I think that's why. Wow. So specific. I'm like, Jesus. And then sometimes I have this weird dream, like, back at my grandma's house. But that one's more like a creepy dream. But it's, yeah. like, a reoccurring one for sure. I've one like that. Yeah, no, it's weird. It's one that, it's probably the only real reoccurring dream I've ever had. And it's just, like, 
it's always in a garage in the, my garage like my one back home and like it's like my whole family or all my friends which is like a group of people I love and it's like this girl and it's like I can't ever tell if it's me I can't ever tell yeah. I can't quite and part of me feels like it isn't and she just like I don't even know someone just dies people are just dying I don't even know and it's not even if it if it happens like I never see that happen it's just like an implication that people are gonna fucking die and like I'm just at ultimate stress yeah and like something I know something in the garage is gonna just fucking go wrong and like I don't know I that's always that was a reoccurring I remember one time when I was a kid I had it for like probably like, like a week straight and it was just like that fucked me up I was just like dude I can't anymore like this I cannot do for days <laughs> yeah awful but whew. i don't know what that is no it's weird and it's like I, I believe in this stuff to a certain extent like certain superstitions i remember once my grandma was like praying one night it was like right after my grandpa passed away and i don't know what she was like praying for but she was just like asking for certain things and the next morning she woke up and like the screensaver on her phone was like like clouds and my grandma doesn't know how to change like it was like back when she had a flip phone like she i had to do everything for her yeah. like, i had contacts and everything so she was like yeah she like, just told me all calmly she was like yeah so that's how that was my sign i needed to move on and i was like yeah like you just accepted that your phone screen changed i was like freaked out by it but i feel like your signs come into like what you're comfortable with like it's never yeah. like they to a certain extent because like if that shit would have happened to me i wouldn't have taken it as i'm like freaked the fuck out but yeah she took it as like oh just a sign like i don't know i feel like certain people are connected more with their spirituality and certain shit like that happens but mm. i've been resisting yeah like i'm such a it's a sign person but i resist each and every one i'm just like oh no no I see you, exactly. but oh fuck no, I'm going to do everything I can to avoid this. I only look, to, I only look into certain shit, I'm like, oh, okay, the good this, ones. this seems like a good one, and like, I just see certain bad shit, I'm like, okay, I just ignore it, and bad shit will happen, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Because it's like, what can you do? Like, honestly, <laughs> yeah. I think it's the best way to think about it, but it's like, I still worry about it, still, so I wish I would worry less, because these are like, what can I do here? Yeah. What the fuck am I going to do? I do not know. Mm-hmm. We should have a good, we should have an episode about fate, because that, that shit, I'll be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> The fuck don't me. Honestly. But I feel all mystical now. You know you know when you feel like, oh, like something's up? That's how I feel right now. I feel like oh, something's in the air. <laughs> <laughs> but really. Could I also be this drink? Yeah, no, this is a very strong drink. Like I it's good though. It's stronger than the water we've been having. <laughs> Why are you our spritzers? <laughs> But if you have anything, you I, I y'all if y'all if y'all don't email us now, like honestly at this point, if y'all don't email us now about this fucking recipe and shit, like I don't know what y'all are doing, cause we could get you a man for life. Um, no, he can only fuck you. <laughs> no, so hit us up so you can but get that damn recipe. Us. And let us know, are you superstitious? Do you have those weird things? I want to hear people's like weird ones, cause yeah. I feel like I had some pretty weird ones for sure. So let us know. Subscribe. Yes, rate, leave us five stars. Let us know that you're listening. Yeah. And the Instagram is HK the Podcast. We post a lot of shit on there. Usually, like, when we live record and yeah, certain stuff. We may be doing a giveaway soon. Yeah, so, for sure. We're about to hit a thousand. Subscribe. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Heike, the podcast at gmail.com. Bye, hoes. What? Bye.
Bi hoes. Okay, so bios. Okay. Oh, bios. <laughs> I, I, I was just I was like, oh, we're just don't say hoes no more. I was really shocked. I was like, we got episodes literally named hoes. What are we gonna do now? 